2: Hello, listeners, and welcome to a special run of guest-hosted episodes of I Was There Too, the show where normally I talk to people who were there in the great and interesting moments of film history. But for the next two months, I'm stepping aside to let a handful of special people take over the hosting duties, because I'm off getting married and honeymooned, so I'll be back directly. But until then, this run of shows, both in the guests as well as the hosts, will be some really Really great stuff. How do I know? Because I know who the guests are, and I know who the hosts are. And I will be listening to the interviews as they come just like you, and I can't wait. So today, I give you my good friend Steve Agee as host, talking to the great actor David Desmalchian about his time on Ant-Man and the wonderful Denny Villeneuve film Prisoners. Please stay subscribed, write a review of this show on iTunes if you can, and if you ever want to dig back into the archives to hear great episodes like Paul F. Tompkins discussing There Will Be Blood, Paul Shear talking about being cut from Meat Dave, or Paul Rust on his time as one of the Inglorious Bastards, or any show with a Paul, just visit Stitcher Premium or Howl.fm. Thank you for listening. Aloha. And let's do this. The Films Ant-Man and Prisoners. The years 2015 and 2013. The roles, Kurt and Bob Taylor. The actor, David Desmalche.
1: Hello, welcome to I Was There Too. I am not Matt Gorley, who usually hosts this show, which features interviews with actors who are in some of the memorable scenes in some of the larger movies you've ever seen. Uh, I am Steve Agee, guest hosting for Matt Gorley, who is planning a wedding. His, not a wedding, he's planning his wedding. He's not, he didn't take a second job as a wedding planner. Um, So, yeah, my guest uh, this week. This episode is my good friend, David Dasmalchin. don't talk yet, David, uh, who you know, know from multiple movies, including The Dark Knight, Prisoners, Ant-Man, a few of these, which we will touch on today. So let's get started. David, how are you? Hi. Um, this is not our first time podcasting together.
0: No, it's our second time.
1: Uh, for those who are not in the know, I have a podcast called Steve Ag. Uh, David has uh, graced it. You're an amazing. You were one of my favorite guests I've ever had on the podcast because you were an amazing storyteller.
0: Well, thank you. And it was cool for me because it was like we were just starting to get to really know each other. We become good friends, yeah. in The recent year, but like that yeah. was. I got to know you that day too. Well, we met
1: through uh, director James Gunn. Great. We were you and I were both supposed to be in the upcoming movie. Actually, by the time this comes out, it will be the now playing movie, uh, The Belko Experiment, which James wrote and produced. And um, I was supposed to go do that movie. I had to bail like two days before I was going down to Bogota, Colombia. Um, and then uh, as I was seeing who was cast in the movie, I was really bummed out that I was not part of it. You were not at the table read that I was at. You were probably shooting something.
0: I don't know. You were, yeah, you went through the cast list. So you're like, oh, cool, cool, cool. David, De- oh, oh yo! Yeah. Dastamel, dast, um, <laughs> but i got back from bogota and james and i james had uh had even i uh, over we brought our little boy and yeah. we sat around the back porch eating pizza and hanging out all night yeah that that's right awesome. that
1: um so james told me i mean i guess we can talk very l- briefly about the belco experiment which is it's out now i hope a lot of you have seen it um one of the most violent movies I've ever seen in my life by far it's like x violent but also like really funny and I remember the table read it there were funny moments, but it still did not read as a comedy. And I don't remember it being as funny as it was in the script until I saw the actual movie like a week or two ago.
0: Yeah, I think that's how you get people through that experience. It's so visceral and bloody and violent and like you're putting people in the worst case scenario over and over yeah. again. And then all of a sudden, the audience, it was great to watch it with the full audience the other night because people were oh laughing my God. and then they were gasping. And
1: so were- much of the comedy. And I I just remember going, I don't remember this being funny in the script. And I think a lot of the comedy comes through in just the Performances, yeah,
0: yeah. There's such a great cast. I went to see another film the other night, and the the trailer for Belko played before it. And the guy sitting behind me, as, as the trailer ended, the audience was like really responding to the trailer. It was exciting. I was like, "This is so cool." And then the guy behind me afterwards like leans to his date, and he's like, "That's some sick mother made that movie. <laughs> some sick mother. <laughs> some jive turkey." And made I just that turned movie. around. I want to be like, "Yeah,
1: yeah." Yep. It's so good. I'm so bummed not to be a part. Actually, I am in a very small part at the very I won't say anything oh, but at the very end of the yeah. movie. Um But I'm not even credited. It was so and I think it was just them throwing me a bone saying, Sorry you couldn't be a part of it. But um You and I are both part of the Marvel family now.
0: Yes, I cannot wait to see GOTG two, Guardians of the
1: Galaxy Volume Two, comes out May fifth. I play a Ravager in that. Maybe I'll be on this podcast as a guest to talk about my role in that. Um, Yeah, but that's for a later date. Um, You were. We'll start. We'll we'll cover basically. I guess in this uh, prisoners, and I really want to cover more Ant Man. Just. Seeing as how we're both part of the Marvel family, and um, I really like the movie, and um, but I did just watch Prisoners again, like a few months ago, just randomly. I was, and I'd kind of forgotten you were in it. And, oh, <laughs> here's why I wanted to talk Prisoners. Well, I saw when I first saw that movie in the theater, I didn't know you at all, and um, but James, I think it was James, was telling me a story when you first went down to Bogota, Colombia. To shoot Belko, they were having a dinner or something with a lot of the cast, and you walk into the room, and one of the actresses in the movie fucking flipped flipped out and started flipped. like crying, yeah,
0: because yeah. she recognized you from your part in. Prisoners. She was so scared. It was a. It was not even as, as as nefarious as the darkness of night. It was breakfast. It was like coffee in the morning. I'm walking, you know, whistling my way down the sidewalk in Bogota, and yeah. James and Rooker and I think um, I can't remember who else was there. Maybe Tony Goldwyn. Um, uh-huh. But and this actress who. Go so I come to sit down. And James like David, come here. Let's have some coffee. Come sit down. Let's have breakfast tonight. Like, hey guys, how's it going? It's good to see it. This girl just has tears in her eyes, and she like won't go near me. And James was di- like, we were all laughing. I mean, I was crying a little bit on the inside because. <laughs> It's I'm always like, like I have being. that experience with children. I have that experience with. I just have the face that I was born with, and then and then in roles like what I did in Prisoners, apparently yeah. just left, which is a great you know compliment. Makes me happy to know that it's something stuck with her. But I was um, <laughs> she was James was dying, man. She was uh, yeah. She lost it. That movie. You you have a very. I mean, it's.
1: It's not a tiny part. It's a significant part. You're like the red herring in this movie. You're, I mean, a I'm red barely herring. in the
0: film. But I think that what's so wonderful about that role. I mean, I think I have like six lines total in the whole picture. But yeah. I get a couple of neat scenes where I'm in the background, and then you just kind of get a glimpse of me, and then I take off. But I, um, I mean, I don't know how you want to dive into the conversation. But there's, I have, I don't, I don't know what the listeners are most interested in. But I have really uh, fun. the whole story of how that came to be I think yeah yeah well how did it come about did you audition for this part yes so I had uh, been in Los Angeles for about two years at that point because it was 2012 around December and I was sucking air like I was my checking account balance was looking like a nightmare selling CDs at Amoeba yeah 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 And, and then they didn't even want the CDs anymore they're like sir people don't buy CDs anymore no and um so I was selling blood, and I was really wanting to propose to Eve, and yeah. I was wanting, you know, to work. And all I could – at that time, all I was doing was putting together my film Animals, which was a labor of love. No money involved in that. Great movie. Everyone should check it out. Thank you. Yeah. Um, so here it's – almost, it's, almost, it's almost Christmas 2012, and out of the blue on a Friday, I got this email with this offer, uh, straight offer to go do this film in um, another state – and it was a decent paycheck. Like it was, it was pretty good. It was a pretty good paycheck. And I and I and I was so excited. I was like, thank you, God. I've been praying for this. I needed this. Thank you. Thank you. The director called me directly and like we had this great conversation. They sent me the script and I said, I'm sure I'm gonna do it. You know, tonight, let's let's talk after I read it and we can talk about the character. And I and I dove into the script and I just it 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 wasn't it wasn't for me it wasn't yeah. the right thing and 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 I and I thought about it and I said well this is my job I'm supposed to just make roles work I'm supposed to make things work but at the same time if I don't feel any connectivity whatsoever to the script to the yeah. character I felt horrible. It was a real like crisis of you know, one of those crossroads moments. Yeah, and, I, and I'm looking at how much that would be, uh, how much you know money. Had I was you already get. said yes? I hadn't point? said yes. I just I mean, said, "Oh, thank you. I'm really excited. Let me just read the script and then we'll talk tonight." Yeah. And it was it was going to happen. They were like looking at traveling me in in a day, like the next day, Jesus. Gonna fly me for a month. So i i i i i um I really thought a lot about it, and I talked to a, a a close friend of mine who's been in the business a long time, and i and i at the end of the day, I realized that you know what if I took it and I was there and in my heart and my head, I was n- not into Checked it. Out, yeah. This This director was so passionate about his project. And I, I had so much respect for how much he cared about what he was doing there that I, I knew I'd be doing him a disservice and I'd be doing everyone who watched it a disservice. So I I made up a, a lie and I called that night and I said, I'm so sorry, like a wow. family emergency. Wow. And I can't Are you allowed it.
1: to say what movie that was? Mm,
0: I mean, I'm allowed to, but I don't think that's <laughs> – fair because hopefully he won't listen to this and put two or two together. Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, well, if you're not feeling, it doesn't mean it's a bad movie. It doesn't it's just mean not it's a right bad movie. For you. And
0: I, exactly. And I think, um, and I, I, think that uh, I honestly don't think it ever came to the light of day oh, okay. to be, to be quite okay. honest. Um, but I went home feeling okay about myself. And at that time Eve was bartending at the hungry cat in Hollywood. And I yeah. was an unemployed actor and yeah. I like the weekend went by and I just really second guessed myself And Monday morning. I was like, I got to go run. I got to go do something. I'm trying to get in the skinny shape for animals. And my agent called me and he said, hey, there's this um, last second audition across town at Bard and Schnee. And they, uh, they're looking for this role in this film that sounds really cool. They can't find the guy they're looking for. Director really wants something specific. So I yeah. go to the office and I got the pages and I immediately, it was the opposite reaction to what I had with the other thing. You know, I immediately was like, oh, oh, this guy's, there's some, there's something really interesting going on here. And I felt like I knew how he dressed, how he walked, how he talked. So I went to the, the office across town, and um, and was this
1: just an audition
0: for casting director? Just an audition director? for casting director on yeah. tape. Um, they said the director's already in Atlanta prepping the film. Blah blah blah. Um, and this is it, Dennis Villeneuve. Uh, D- 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 Denis. D- is you oh, pronounce it? Denis, Denis Denis Villeneuve. Villeneuve. Yes, he is um, French Canadian. For a long time, <laughs> I think like half of America probably has. Uh, was this his first American film? It was his first He is American
1: now film. <laughs> directed Arrival, Sicario, Sicario yeah, and the it. upcoming Blade Runner. Yeah. Um, and he's nailing all of them, he's, too, he's, by he's the way. An,
0: yeah, dude. He, and he, he had ma- made a film prior to um, – he made a number of films prior to Prisoners, but they were all in French. Yep. And I had seen one of them. It was called on D, and it was up for Best Academy Award Foreign Picture in 2010, I believe. And right. it's one of the best films uh, I've seen. So oh, yeah, if you're out, out there, check it out. So anyway, I went in and I read with the guys and I, and, and we did it like once, you know, we did the scene and I left and I said, ah, I gave it all I got, you know, I only got one shot at it, but then I went, um, and Was this I,
1: something you were feeling too at the time? Were you like. Oh, I want to get this part. Or absolutely, you're like, just I, another audition.
0: No, 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 no. I absolutely felt ca- the, it was so interesting because on the page, the character was described as being scruffy and overweight and um, really recluse, wow. like a recluse. And I said, "Oh, no, 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 no." In my mind, I felt like he was someone who blended into. I almost, I, I think I used the word like to Denis when I finally got to meet him. I said, "He's like wallpaper. He's like he's like a character that should just blend into anywhere else because that's how he's learned to adapt. That's how he's learned to hide and." in the world because he's still completely terrified that the people who took him as a kid are yeah. going to come back and get him any day. Yeah, yeah. So I went to New York with Eve for Christmas. Her family's house had been devastated by um, Catr- uh, not Katrina, by, um, by Sandy. Sandy, and, yeah. And um, we were helping them work on the house and spending the holidays with her family. And I just, a, a broke-ass actor Ugh. proposed... To her, no matter what, because I said, if she loves me at this point, yeah. if this woman wants to be with me like this, yeah. then I, then that's and, – and, of course, you know Eve. And yeah. That, and she could give a – you yeah, know, yeah. about that stuff. And we we got engaged, came back to L.A. First week of January, I'm like, okay, pilot season's <laughs> coming. Maybe I get an audition for something good. Pilot season. And uh. I'm driving over the hill, <laughs> and my agent called, and he said – Pack your bags, man. You're going to Atlanta. The director loved your tape and he wants you. And um, I think I had to pull over the car. I was so excited because then at at that point, I didn't know it was going to be Hugh Hugh Jackman, Jake Gyllenhaal, Viola Davis, Terrence Howard, Paul Dano, Melissa Leo. I mean, the cast is insane. It's an amazing cast. And little David D, you know. At yeah. The, at, the, at the candlelight D. vigil, David D just hiding in the back.
1: Oh man, you are so fucking creepy in that movie. I understand why that girl at Belco was so freaked out by you are and I by the way was like, yeah, this guy is guilty. You know, for those who don't know, you should rent the movie and maybe pause this because there'll probably be some spoilers, but I thought for sure you kidnapped those kids. Like yeah.
0: What is so f- he's such a fucked up character? Yeah, he's great. He's such a great character. And when I got as soon as I got to Atlanta, I went right into the fitting and the wardrobe looked how I felt it would look. And yeah. I talked to Denny and he said, um, he, he's he's one of the best people as a human I've ever gotten to work with, but also as like an auteur. It's yeah, aw- it's so awesome. He's an amazing work. director. You and all of my friends who I love, uh, who are actors, get a chance to work with the guy at some point because he's just a dream on set and yeah. he, um. We were sending each other. It was a dark experience for me because even though I have these little moments in the film, I have one quick confrontation scene with Jake at the door of my home. I have a scene at the vigil, and then I have it's the, like a twenty-second scene, in, but it's at the police station. Yeah, where that's have, a spoiler brutal
1: alert, scene. Yeah, things
0: go south fast. So I
1: well, spoiler alert: you kill yourself. Yeah, you fucking
0: <laughs> grab a cop's gun, and
1: is it Jake's gun
0: that you grab and you shoot? I, I grab one of the cops. That's yeah. With us and Ugh, and fuck
1: it's and you don't even see it coming.
0: It's like fuck. So I was in in Stone Mountain, Georgia, by myself most of the time while I was there, just getting ready for this and watching, you know, videos of like people who would committed suicide. Oh, just cho- like you know, watching videos of like child abduction and and what I and what was so wonderful and and, and, and uh and Denise apparently had fought uh, pretty hard because, like I said on the script. Uh, the, the the character was described quite differently than I look, and then how we ended up presenting. I Bob. can't
1: imagine anyone else doing that part.
0: Thank you, thank you. It was um, it was so insane. And he, uh, and and I and I and, I, and I've I've never played a, a role uh, from you know people. Uh, I know I, I know I've 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 played a lot of really incredibly wonderful characters that might be described as fucked up. <laughs> to, yeah, yeah, but I. I think maybe you have to. I guess that's probably a cliche for actors to say this, but like you look at it from their point of view or like you feel empathy for the people that you portray. And I feel like with Bob, he's (laughs) one of the most sympathetic people I ever portrayed because even though he's sneaking around in people's houses and breaking in and taking children's clothes, Clothes. like children's underpants, it's like-
1: buying children's clothes.
0: But in the end, you realize he's, in my mind, I was trying to recreate the occurrences that had happened 20 years ago so that I could then- find the clues to find my way out of the maze so I could help these. Cause I had seen on the news that these kids had been kidnapped and I was actually in my own completely twisted way trying to help yeah. the case. And, um, and I, I get, I got, remember the first thing that I shot was just, just me creeping through a house, but Roger Deakins was the cinematographer who's one of the all time greatest um, oh, yeah. cinematographers yeah. and Denise there and we're, just
1: Has he worked with Deniel in lot. all his movies? Yeah, he shot yeah. Sicario.
0: He, we, oh. we just did um, Blade Runner together. God, Sicario is so good. <laughs> Those aerial shots. Oh my down. god! I know, I know. And the, mu- the, the 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 score. Yeah, it's insane. It's insane. He's, he's so. I good, can't man. wait for Blade Runner. Um, so we we get to work, and then you know you're just you're sitting around for a week. You know what it's like. How sometimes? long are you in Georgia for? I was there for three weeks, but worked like. Three or four days during that time, then they sent me home, and then they brought me back for one more week where I worked. Excuse me, one day, and the day that I worked was the big, my big finale. Um, But during those first two weeks, there, the few days I worked, one, I'm creeping through this house, and I remember Denny and Roger being like, "Oh, yes,
2: (laughs) yes, that's that's twirling their mustaches." Yeah, yeah, they
0: were like, "This is fun, (laughs) this is fun," and it was so creepy because the house was pretty empty. The crew had kind of cleared out and lit it the way they wanted, and then I just creeping through the house. Yeah, and then. we did the vigil scene where I, you just see me for a second, but then I take off and Jake's character chases me through these neighborhoods. And yeah. I was – I did a, I did all that running and, and you know, it was, it was fun. And then – Do you have then, stunts at – a, a stunt guy? So there's this, there's this stunt guy. And this has happened to me on numerous occasions where the stunt guy, he – when you watch the film, remember my character jumps out of a treehouse and lands yeah. on Jake. And they wrestle over the gun and then my character gets away and takes off and – so the stunt guy was rigged to uh, a line, a safety line in the tree, and, and Jake's coming through with the gun, the dog's barking, and, and I was like, I want to do it. I want to jump out of the tree. And they're like, no, 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 absolutely no way. So the stunt guy, who is awesome, um, he jumps uh, he jumps out of the tree, and they do that, but then with the fighting interaction, um, Denis wanted to get closer. Tighter with the camera and like see the actual faces, uh, you know, if they could, and, sure, and, and it I could tell helps. they were trying to manipulate the camera in a way that um, would work better. And Eric, Mayne- I don't know how to pronounce his last name by the way, Mained, uh Anyway, did did my stunt work for me on that film, and he was so awesome, but. Um, Hey Eric, shout out. I hope you were listening to this. He uh so he's doing the jump, they're doing the fight, it's going well. And 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 I'm like, "Can I I could do one?" Is this all least, night, by the way? Is this, this is like overnight. All, yeah, yeah. yeah. All night, and I'm like, yeah. "I can try it. Can I try it?" So Danny's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's get David in there and try it. We just but after the jump." So it's like the jump happens, he lands on top of him, and then they're going to just put me in wrestle with Jake and then me get up and take off. Now, I've been getting in shape for animals, mind you, trying to lose weight. I have an running. idea of
1: where this is going. One of two ways this oh, is going. Go. Oh my
0: god. So I, you do like a kind of a fake fall as you fall into it. Like, yes, as, yeah. it, you're already uh, crouched and yeah, ready yeah, yeah. to hit the ground. So yeah. we get on the ground. Jake is such. Have you ever worked with him? No, no. Oh my god! One of the most intense in the moment. It seems like it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's not. There's no. There's no pulling. Any he's going to wrestle whatsoever. you. For real, We're going to yeah. go for this. And he. Um, so he's ready. I'm ready. We're <laughs> pumped up. I'm like. And, and and then after I jump off of him, I have to run an entire yard, hop a fence sure, yeah. and then keep running. And I'm like, I've been putting myself in shape. I've been working with my buddy Andy <laughs> McKenzie who was getting me trained for animals to be in shape and look like a junkie. So for yeah. prisoners, <laughs> I was in shape. I just didn't look like a junkie. Yeah. So <clears throat> we're resting on the ground and Jake lets out this like this noise and I my knee, I thought just got him right in the groin. I was convinced. I was like, I've just racked one of Hollywood's biggest A-list movie star. stars. Yeah. Who's going to hate me now? And, <laughs> and that's all that's going through my mind. Yeah. But no one's yelling, cut. And he's, Jake's still doing this. He's still going for it. We're wrestling. We're fighting. And I'm like, but he seems in real pain. Like real, real pain. And I <laughs> jump off of him and I'm running. I'm as fast as my my little legs can carry <laughs> me. I'm just like, oh my God. And all I keep thinking about is I've racked Jacyl and I've racked Jill and all I've racked jill and all. Smack, right into a tree. I run as fast as I can run and I bounce off of it what? and I keep going. I smack a tree and I keep going. And in my mind, it, it, it I hit it so hard that it felt like I knocked me down. But when you watch the film, they I, use that take. I believe that the t- you see me like bounce a little <laughs> bit off this tree, but it really hurt. And then I hopped the fence and I took off. And then they yell, cut, finally. And I'm just like afraid to peek over the fence, you know, and, (laughs) and, and I see Jake's like, you know, going to give me a hand to get me back over the thing. And he's smiling, you know, he looks happy (laughs) yeah. and I'm like, are you okay? And he's like, what do you mean? He's like, that was awesome. And I'm like, did I didn't hurt you? He's like, no, he's like, I was just, I'm acting, he was, he was acting and I was
1: sure I'd like, I thought you were going to, I thought this was going in the direction of you, you know, since it was close proximity fighting you punched him in the face or he punched you in the face
0: no it uh so so then <laughs> how many the next, ta- how many takes we only did that after that one we did it like just a few more times and that's and it looks really cool how in, is in
1: Denny as far as d- d- coverage is 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 he move gets what quickly? he wants.
0: It, it doesn't move quickly he gets what he wants but if you if yeah. you if you're it I, I feel like he and I have a really um, nice shorthand together. Like yeah. I think we communicate well. And yeah. so it felt like generally what's taking a longer time with the setup is he and Roger work so closely together on set that they will, they, they get the the shot exactly the way they want it. So that usually takes a while, but, um, no, the perfect amount. I just feel yeah. like it's never overindulgent. It's always exactly what needs to be. Yeah. And he gets you there, but he doesn't, um, I feel really safe with him, and it was it was a hard, um you know, to get serious for a moment like that. It, it's a it, there is like stuff personally that like was difficult for me, and in going into that place for that character just from my own life experience and certain things that like, you know, that that I carry with me, and I I just felt like I couldn't have been in more able or safe hands yeah. when we were shooting that stuff together. Um, But speaking of safety and stunts, another little story, if you recall in the film, so then Jake finds out that I've been buying clothes, Yeah. which I mean, I don't know why that's weird. I do that in my own spare time. Well, you have a
1: child. Oh, yeah.
0: (laughs) I do go buy children's clothes for my kid. A a person at Target made that joke recently. For real? Uh, It was awesome. Yeah. They're like, who are these clothes for? I I got, I got. I got like him some little uh, chucks or something, and I, oh, my son picked out a Supergirl shirt when we were at Target. I was like, "You want a Supergirl shirt? Great! I love that you love Supergirl." He like loves Supergirl now. That's awesome. So I was checking out, and the the woman at Target was like, "Buying children's clothes, are we?" Like absolutely knowingly, Amazing. and I and I laughed, yeah. and she was like, "Yeah, it was pretty creepy." And then Jake Gyllenhaal came punches in, punches me was in the like- face. <laughs> Don't kick me in the ball. How is Jake as a person to work with? He's really cool, man. He's um he's very focused, and he. Uh, so he's he, probably not chatty. He's not chatty, set, not you know? at all. No, it's no. not like we weren't like grab ass and like playing silly games. What together. about Hugh Jackman? Oh, man, I love that guy. I I only got to be around him a couple of times. When I first got there, they did like a makeup test because my face gets bashed pretty bad. Yeah. So I went into the hair and makeup trailer. um and Hugh was at one end getting, he, he was doing. He had already started shooting, and he hopped out of his chair, and he came over and like gave me a big, you know, handshake and welcomed me to the film. Wow. And, and 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 the way I describe him, he he had this vibe on set because he's playing such a tough character. I mean, he, that's such a difficult oh role God, to play. Yeah. a guy whose kids have been taken. But he was like your uncle that you love, like this guy that you just everybody like lit up the set whenever he was around that's great he was kind to everybody and i learned a lot watching him um i my every every actor's process is different and i think whatever it takes for you to do the work that you do is uh, i respect that um yeah. but there are certain people when i watch work that i think that's the kind of person i want to be ledger was one i watched that guy work and he could just find a way to make Turn mechanically it on use skills to turn on what he needed to do. And then when he was on set, contrary to what people believe, he wasn't walking around in the role of the Joker being some brooding actor, which is fine. If that's what you do, that's your way. But I, coming from a theater background and having to recreate performance over and over again and having to technically adjust the way my face looks at something with the light or the way my hand moves because of a camera angle – I have, I have a lot of – and it's hard for me to do that. That's not something that comes easily to me. And I watched Hugh Jackman one night, it, late at night, and the also, the producers from Alcon had invited me to set to watch just while they were shooting. And he's in this wooded area behind his house with his son, Dylan Minnette, who's also great in the film. And he's running, looking for his, his kid with the flashlight. Yeah. And the precision of the, the 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 architecture of the scene and the way the camera was moving and the choreography was such that he had to definitely like turn at a certain point and climb up a hill at a certain – you know, like kind of come around a tree at a certain point while tears in his eyes like, you know, screaming his child's name yeah, and like yeah. doing his thing. So he's at his one. He's at his mark to start and they deal action and he does it. And it was so powerful. It didn't sound like somebody acting. It sounded like somebody would really lost. You're like nervous, like you
1: know? you just happened to turn the cameras on when a guy who'd lost his kid is running
0: by. Yeah. So you're, you're just, you're feeling yeah. it. They yell, cut. He gets to the end of his thing. And then he slowly, he walks back to his thing as the director came and maybe gave him a little, hey, on this point when you get by this tree, could you try and shine the light up there? Because that'll look really cool. Those kind of adjustments. He's You see him taking it all in. Yeah. Meanwhile, like some PA is like excitedly Thank like kind of standing yeah. there and he's like so nice to everybody, like shaking That's everybody's amazing. hands. And then he gets to his one and he just waits. And he does – you know, he's not like checking his Twitter or something. He's not pacing like around like a lion. He's not like he's not like pa- Yeah, he's not – I don't know. I, have a, I would love to work with him in a larger capacity someday and th- and I just – I learned a lot from those actors, being around Hall, being around Jackman, getting to see Terrence Howard and Viola Davis work, even from my little tiny corner of that film uh, where I Everyone
1: was, is so desperate and sad in that fucking movie. That,
0: and this is, <laughs> it's great being on this podcast because I was doing a lot of like being there where I was just off to the side yeah. or like watching, just watching Terrence Howard walk up and have to see the, the candles burning at his child's Ugh. vigil. And he had no dialogue in this one night and his- uh, what he was doing, just was welling up, and I got to sit in the tent with like Viola Davis all night. Well, Amazing. you know, we didn't even have any work together, but I got to be there and 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 talk to her. Um That's great to hear about Hugh Jackman
1: because it seems like if he was the type of act, method actor who internalized all that fucking pain, that would fucking wreck you out over the series of you know a couple months. Yeah, yeah, and, you know, and like I don't see how someone like Daniel Day Lewis does because he's. I've just heard he's just. He just becomes that character for sure. the entire Like, I heard when he was playing Lincoln, even before they started shooting, he was calling the actor <laughs> who was playing his, like, assistant or something and making him run errands for him, you know, like <laughs> –
0: what the fuck, dude? Come you on. You can do that if you're day-to-day. Day you imagine if you and I got casting in the other night? <laughs> it's like
1: AG, can you go get me get my laundry? Like no. No. But AG, you're playing my assistant. I'm my not on the clock like, right now. I'm not right. making money.
0: My thing is whatever it takes, like I said to get there. I just I have um I I've I've gotten an opportunity uh to work around just some insanely amazing and accomplished actors in my in my career so far and I And I think what's – it's a whole other level of the work when you can take into account and recognize how much work everyone else is doing on set. And you know the fact that like for those guys to most efficiently clock the lighting, get the sound right, get everything else done on their end so that you get the best film possible or best TV show possible generally means in between takes just you shutting the up and just being as still as you can. And and that technique is hard. It's not an easy thing to do. And I – I aspire to that. It doesn't always – sometimes I am that pacing, sweating, talking under my breath guy because I'm – but generally that's some of my own insecurities trying to like get into the character when the character's right there. He or she is always like right under the surface if we can allow it to come out. Um, There's this scene really quickly. It's a funny story where – so Donald Moat, Amber Crowe did my makeup on that film. They're amazing Um, and I – I'm at my home, where, if you remember, when he comes to my house, I've got snakes in in these in these mm. boxes. I've got a pig's head with a wig on in my sink. So the wall up. of my home, the art director who is insanely talented, um, he they they had designed these little mazes written in pencil, like yeah. all over the walls. Yeah. So here we are again. They've got this stunt guy. You know, I'm, I'm going to open the door, and, and he's going to go. Are you buying children's clothes lately? No, uh, must such have. a fucking tense, tense scene <laughs> Must have been in a hurry Or something like that yeah, and, yeah. And, oh, and he's like fuck. He kicks the door open Because I try and slam the door in his face So so they wanted to get in here And get a good shot See our reactions to each other Obviously And then Jake kicks the door open Grabs me Slams me against the wall And puts me down on the ground yeah, Jake's yeah. done tons of stunt stuff I've done some in theater You know I did like my rapier dagger <laughs> Stage like combat Stage combat yep. Which is not film combat No no so here's my awesome stunt guy. Again, they're doing – they're going to do the push through and, and they got a shot of that. It looked great. But then um, we wanted to try and do the whole thing through because, again, the cameras in a way that you can really see my face. Mm-hmm. And um, as that girl in Bogota proved, this is specific. This whole little sure. visage here. It's a creepy little specific <laughs> face that my parents gave me. So <laughs> – so I, so I, 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 am <laughs> so nervous, Steve. I'm so nervous. Uh, yeah. Roger Deakins behind a camera. Denis, who's now become, in just the short amount of time I'd worked with him, become like Your an idol to director, me. I love yeah. this guy. He's right over here. Jake Gyllenhaal is about to like open this, you know, knock on this door. And I'm like, oh my God, here we go, here we go, here we go. So he knocks on the door. About to pee my pants, and then and then we're doing our dialogue, and we're doing our dialogue. It's going, it's going in a really weird way where we're he's Jake was throwing me off in a great way, like yeah. it was not what I was expecting. He was taking interesting, weird pauses. He laughed at one point that I wasn't seeing coming at all, and like yeah, so I didn't know what was gonna happen next. And then I go to slam the door. He grabs me, slams me against the wall, and we we'd kind of gone through the motions on it, you know. And he was really like, "Hey, I want to make sure you're safe with this. We're careful." and but I just threw myself into that mother flower, man. I like <laughs> went for it. And I threw myself in a way cause I was trying to control it. Jake's yeah. got it. I slammed against the wall. He throws me down on the ground, hands behind my back and they yell cut. And Denise claps and he's like, that's it. That's it. We have to move on. And I was like, wait, wait. we have to move on. And he's like, we, 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 you are going to do it again. Well, they did get it per se, but there was no choice because when I went into the wall, you broke the wall, there's a huge hole. Yeah. My that's face right. had planted. Um, and so we moved on. And when you watch the film, that that take is what like really was was it? Yeah. That was our winner. And and when I when I got to hair and makeup that night, after you know they're taking all this fake blood and stuff off my face, and they're like, "Oh, honey, you're having a reaction to the to the makeup," and, yeah, and I was no, like, "Oh, that's, that's a bruise. That's my bruise. It's <laughs> real life. Yeah." Well, you
1: obviously impressed him enough for uh, for him to bring you back for. Blade Runner. Blade Runner. I'm glad I can say that out loud and it's not still a secret. I I remember, do you remember this? It was almost a year ago, April Fool's Day, I posted a fake link to uh, deadline.com saying that I had been cast in Blade Runner. I do remember. This is bef- that. this is months before you had gotten the job. There was there was a story in uh, on deadline.com that Robin Wright had been cast in in Blade Runner. And so I just did a screen capture and then I photoshopped a picture of me over Robin Wright's photo and then just changed the text to say Steve A.G. Cass. And this was on April fool's day. Yeah. And I would say 95% of the people totally th- on Facebook were like, dude, what the fuck? Congratulations. <laughs> and I just had to let it ride for the whole day. That's awesome. Um, but then, because uh, I, I remember, you know, once I found that movie was coming out and that he was directing it, I was like, I would
0: fucking kill to be part of this, dude. I got to spend uh, a couple, I got to spend a little bit of time in 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 Budapest with Denis and this insanely <laughs> amazing cast with this. In, you know, like I said, Roger shooting it again. His whole team is there.
1: Yeah, being it's like a family reunion for you, right? As far was, as the, the crew.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, Don Sparks, who's our AD, and, and his whole team, they're all back there. And they've been through the shit with me, you know, before. That was such a hard role with Bob. And so then you to get to come play with these guys. And you obviously didn't audition for this. I did not. I got – I'm very blessed that then he, um, you know, he first, he saw something in this role that – well, you know. gosh, should I be offended? No, I'm no, not. No, I'm not, no, no. Just kidding. No, not. <laughs> I'm so honored that when he saw he, he 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 had this role that he saw something. But I will say that it was something I'd hoped, prayed, and thought about for a year since they announced that he was going to make the film. Yeah. And because he's a friend of mine, it's it's an awkward, uh, you know, in this business, yep. it's an awkward feeling. You don't want to reach out. You know, if, if I knew you're making a a show tomorrow. Like yeah. we've talked a lot about how we got to find something to collaborate on, but yeah. I would, it would be very odd for me to like, want to like call you and be like, Hey man, uh, you know so the best way I found off you're doing the is, best way
1: I found to do that is hmm. to do it jokingly. Go, hey, just so you know, I'm free. You know, <laughs> just put it in their head like, <laughs> oh yeah, I should fucking oh, yeah, hire Jay. Yeah, so, we won't talk about the actual work on that movie. No, no, no. But, but just um, to
0: say that I can't wait for people to see what he did there. And um, and Dude, I, the
1: teaser for that. Anyone listening who hasn't seen it, you can go on IMDb or just you know YouTube and google search uh blade runner 2049 trailer it's fucking amazing it's I in can't amazing
0: wait. hands with denis with alcon with the with the writer i mean and and it's just it's i can't wait for people to see because there's some there's some mind-blowing stuff when i first got my pages that i was like whoa oh my god i can't fucking
1: i'm glad it comes out this year I am too. <laughs> I'm glad I don't have to like
0: like with Guardians.
1: I've been like Although, do you I've have been this waiting experience for a year? With,
0: when I have a small role in something, uh the reality hangs over my head at all times. I might not be in this That movie. I may not make it to the film. So until somebody calls me for like ADR or like I get it the director says like, "Hey, the film is great." Because I've yeah. had friends that had significant small roles in something. They showed up the night it came out. Yeah. And then they were completely <laughs> cut out of the thing, and it's well, heartbreaking i mean well that's the you know that's the uh you
1: know part of going you know being a character actor is you know when we were shooting guardians, as we were doing it, I was like, this is fucking fun, and I'm getting to do so much amazing shit and be funny, and I'm like, oh my God, this is some of my best work, and this is amazing, but at the end of the day, I go back to my house and I'm like. I'm like, this is not critical to the story at all. All the funny shit I did, all the great things I said is not critical. It doesn't move the story at all. And when they're in editing and it, they start getting notes like, this movie is like 20 minutes too long. Cut 20 minutes out of it. Like... I'm easily cut down.
0: It happened with our friends in anything that we've. Do- I mean, anything you've done. Even when when Belko comes out, yeah. I know that there was stuff that people were doing. Yeah. when I was down there, that is just gone. You know. Oh yeah, and there's
1: shit that was in the script that I, I remember going. Wait, that never happened. It's gone movie. now. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. And, it, and it and it's and it's a it's a reality. So. I I've come to a place where the the um the the process is and I know it's again like my 15th actor cliche of this interview but um <laughs> I swear to god the process is everything to me because the final product I do watch it. I'm not one of those actors. Like I don't watch my stuff. I love to go and like when I'm a part of it's something. Fun, it's yeah. so fun to go to a the theater or turn on the TV. We don't even have a TV right now. We have to get. Will you help us get it? Th- will you come over this weekend? And-
1: Man, I wish you had told me this like months ago. I I just got rid of them. Shut up! You put it like on the sidewalk. No, no. Instagram. Something happened. It? I think there was a a tube that died in it, but it, you could have had it. it was.
0: I could have tied up some tube up in that thing, man. Now we have we have a TV, like the yeah. one we used to have in our old place, but it's it's in. You no, know, like your a new room. place is great. You can't have we a tiny TV. Old TV. We have a we have a fireplace. We just watch that. <laughs> um, so I, I I I I I do I do I don't bullshit when I say that like the process is. It's, it's everything the best to me. part. It's it's everything to me. I love that. I love it. I
1: can't wait for Guardians to come out, but. It coming out is not as fun as being That's, in Georgia and shooting it.
0: Ant-Man, I mean, I have, an, again, like Let's get into t- 10 lines in that film, maybe 15 lines in that film. But in the in the entirety of the work, there was full days when I got to be in a room with Paul Rudd, Michael Pena, Pena, sorry, and yeah. um, and uh, T.I. And I get to watch, you know, Paul Michael, Paul and Michael especially, their ugh, rapport is so insane and I'm just like a fly on the wall, just occasionally trying to throw out Milo. It's not like they didn't toss me the ball, with because all that stuff was in, there was so much improv happening. You can tell.
1: How How is Peyton Reed? Oh
0: god, dude, have you ever worked with him?
1: No, but I'm familiar with him. He, dude, he's so awesome. He does a lot of like TV, like Mister Show. Yeah, he directed episodes yeah, of yes, Mister Show. Show and,
0: um, I love Down with Love, and uh, yeah, he's done a ton of stuff, and he's covered like a lot of different genres. And um, but at the end of the day, he's like. We we bonded because we're both geeks who love comic books, and we also are into like weird humor. And I knew my, I felt like I understood my my contribution to the to the group from a, the beginning. Even when I tested with Paul and Michael uh, way back when Edgar was still directing it, I yeah. felt like where I could be useful is like delivering dry. Text.
1: Was he written as a Russian? Character? He was written
0: as a Russian hacker, and um, originally there was a lot more guys in the gang. Yeah, the gang was like—I I th- want to say it was like six or seven deep. And then when the, the the whole changing of the guards happened, I didn't know if I was still going to get to be part of the film. In fact, um, this is a really funny story. That whole so it was the summer Arlo was born, yeah. and I'd signed my agreement for my test agreement. So like, and then I got the part. Yeah, uh, and then Edgar left, and then. I didn't know who was going to direct it, and I didn't know if I'd be a part of it. And then Peyton got on board. I was reading about all this, but I wasn't hearing anything, so I didn't know if I was still (laughs) in the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it was stressful because it's like I've got this new baby at Uh, home. Of course, I just made animals, uh, which had premiered at South by. But you know that wasn't bringing in anything, and um, and by by the way, if you would have been written out, would you still have had to have gotten? gotten paid. Yes. yes. Yeah. I would have still gotten paid um even if I gotten right out because at that point they'd activated the contract. Yeah. And, but then um my manager called me and I'd been like really hounding them like can you please find out what the f is going on? <laughs> and he's like, "Hey, good news, you're going to go down and do tests with Peyton in Atlanta." Yeah. Exciting. You know, time to go be with the gang and I'm like, Okay. And I got off the phone and I went and packed my bags and I said to Eve, like, can you effing believe this? Like, I have to go test again now with the new director in Atlanta. I fly down to Atlanta. I'm so nervous now because now it's just like. But was this just a camera test or an actual like chemistry test type? I didn't know what. I didn't know the difference. When someone said to me, you're going to test in Atlanta, I get down there. same exact thing. Dude, I get down there and like. I get taken to take this hair and makeup trailer. They put me in the look. There's just everything. testing you for they take wardrobe and makeup. Yeah. Office and me, Michael Pena, Paul Rudd, Evangeline Lilly, Michael Douglas, um, Ti wasn't there. I don't think that day, but everybody else, we're like in this like boardroom, and the executives were there that day, mm-hmm. and Peyton, and they do like this demo for us. They show us all these cool effects <laughs> they've been working on, and I was just sitting there thinking like. Boy, if I don't get this now, this really sucks. Why are they dangling all this in front of me? And then Peyton, like, comes over because we hadn't officially talked yet at all. And he gives me, like, a big hug. And he's like, hey, man, I'm so excited you're here. And I loved Prisoners. He'd seen Prisoners at that point. And and I was like, thanks, man. He's like, I was like, what's going on? He's like, we're just doing camera tests. I live the exact same thing.
1: For Guardians? Oh, James, you know, after, you know, I couldn't do Belco, James was like, don't (laughs) worry. He's like, I I have a part for you in Guardians. Uh, It's going to be really fun. And I was like, and I told him, I go, don't feel like you have to put me in Guardians because I had to back out of Belco. You don't owe me anything. Right. I appreciate it, but you don't have to do it. that's the opposite of what I was saying
0: I wanted to do earlier. And that (laughs)
1: kept – but that kept going on, you know, for like all of summer and fall of uh, 2015. Oh, and he'd be like, don't worry. I've got something for you. It's coming. Yeah. And uh, and so, you know, Simon was like, yeah, he's like, you ready to go to Atlanta and shoot? And I'm like, yeah, I haven't really signed anything or anything. And then, uh, you know, my – my managers and agents got involved in it and everything. And it was like, okay, this is actually happening. And then, uh, you know, we, we, uh, got fitted for wardrobe and everything here in LA. i got to put on a ravagers uniform and I was like, Oh my God, this is fucking amazing. And they had told me to stop shaving. You know, remember Mm -hmm. I for like six or seven months. They're like, they're like, don't shave, just stop shaving. And so, um, so it was like December and they, my agents called and said, Uh, they're going to fly you to Atlanta to, to test, to camera test. And I thought camera test and testing were the same thing. And I was like, Oh fuck. Now I, now I have to fucking turn it on. And like, I'm, I thought I was still auditioning again for the job. And I was like fucking nervous. And I'm, I get down there and it's like, everybody's there. Rooker's there, you know, and like all the ravagers. And I think Kevin Feige was there and like, and we're at, at Pinewood, you know, in Atlanta. That's
0: exactly what happened in And me, we dude. were
1: on a fucking stage in January, and it was an empty ass stage except for the camera and a
0: boom. And like a white backdrop behind you or something.
1: Yeah. yeah. And uh, and they're like, okay, here's going to makeup and everything here. And I go and I get, you know, I get my fucking scar put on and, I'll, you know, shave my head. And I'm like, so nervous, because I think I'm still auditioning. I'm like, oh I'm testing. <laughs> Why don't I they? hear testing <laughs> of and I'm
0: exactly uh,
1: I you know, I go in with all the ravagers, and Chris Sullivan is there, and he's taser face, and he looks totally different at this point than he does in the actual movie. You know, he's like purple and looks really cool and and we go in and and James is just like, yeah, he's, he's like – about Chris. He's like, yeah, it looks different. Change this. And so and so we're just going back and forth, just changing wardrobe and makeup. And I, I'm like – I finally asked him, and I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And they're like – they're just seeing how you look on camera. You got it. You've got the role. You're here. Yes, and I didn't know that. And I was like – once I found that ah. out, I was so relaxed and had, like, a lot of fun. But for, like, the first half of the day, I'm like – Oh, fuck man. I and know. James was so in director mode and focus, you know, he wasn't fucking around. He right. wasn't joking like he does when we're at his house or something. He right. was just like He was like a professional. He is so professional and you're yeah. just like Yeah. Oh god, I don't want to fucking let this guy down and uh Dude, I I
0: can't believe that happened to you too. That's yeah. exactly right. I didn't I, know a camera time.
1: test is actually just for how you look on camera. Yeah. I thought it was, you know, like a chemistry test to see how you work with the other actors
0: cuz <sighs> I was at, I was at South by Southwest with animals and I had to fly back early. Eve was eight months pregnant with Arlo. I had to leave pregnant Eve with Colin and the rest of my animals friends in Austin to fly back for my chemistry test at Disney with, you know, Rudd and those guys. Yeah. And then they canceled it. So then I went to Vancouver and was working on a TV show called the intruders and they, and they flew me back a second time (sighs) to do the camera test with those guys chemistry test and a huge room of other actors all going for these roles. And that was with Edgar at that time. So I get to talk to him a little bit and then, and then do you know who else was up for that, that part? Do you my any? part, I don't know, but I know there was a lot of other actors that like, I recognized who were in for, cause at that point, like I said, there was a bunch of other, yeah. bunch of other guys, but Paul Rudd is from the same town where I am, um, a little suburb outside of Kansas city, Kansas. And I knew that he didn't know me from Adam. Um, and when we were in the like waiting room during the test you know he's such a nice guy he came and was like hey good luck everybody how you doing we're all drinking coffee and like trying to be cool and everyone it's a comedy so all these other guys were comedians they were all like dropping funny stuff left and right I was dead in the water anytime I try to make a joke it just got (laughs) quiet and I was trying to keep up going like they're only gonna Uh, like me if I'm funny and so I did I come sometimes when I'm working in character I do like uh, I forgot to stay because for the voice it's hard for me to to go in in and out so I was in invoice and um, Paul, we did a couple of scenes together and I I threw a couple improves out and he comes to me, I'm drinking coffee and he says man, that was really, that was good. That was really funny. And I'm like, thank you. And he's like, when, uh, how how long have you been over here? You know, he's he's (laughs) so sweet. I'm like, I was um, I was uh, coming to be for assistant manager at Long John Silver at uh, the Oak Park Mall, which is the mall in where Kansas. both he and I worked back in the day. Like, yeah. And he was like, what? And I was like, <laughs> I'm from I'm from Kansas, man. And he was like, what? <laughs>
1: uh, By the way, I did a refresher last night, and I watched the movie again uh, to prepare for this. And I watched uh, with commentary on, and he tells that story. No way. Yeah. Really? Yeah. The, I think it's the first scene that you're in when he meets the gang in, in the tenderloin in the apartment. And uh, – and they're like, oh, there's Dave Dasmalchin and Paul's like, you know, when I met him, I thought he was really Russian.
0: Are you serious? He tells that story. Yeah, That's and so then cool. he's
1: like, and then he starts dropping references to this town that I'm from, <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck? That's in the commentary.
0: <laughs> I have to watch it. I didn't yeah. realize that there's a like a, a DVD bonus commentary. Yeah, yeah, it's on iTunes. It's oh, in the man. iTunes extras. I'm going right. Like, I'm watching that right when I get home. Um, That's awesome. And I was like, yeah, I knew that story already. <laughs>
1: So, so let me get the the whole. You came on. You auditioned uh, with with Edgar, yes. who was the original. Ed, Edgar had been pushing for this movie since for like two thousand two or yes, something. Yes, like, yes, for many years, for like a decade.
0: And as the comic book geek that I am, I'd been tracking that and every other film's progress, you know, for years. So the yeah. chance that I was going to and I first comic that I really followed devoutly was the West Coast Avengers when I was a kid, and that and, and Hank Pym was a part of that team. Yeah. So for the fact that I was a diehard Batman fan and then a diehard like Pym fan to be in now an Ant-Man film, dude. And I love Edgar's work, so I was psyched. So yeah, I auditioned for
1: him. Um, And then how much did the character change or did it script-wise between Edgar's script and uh, the the new one that Adam and Paul had done revisions on?
0: The character himself stayed the same because I luckily Paul had liked what I was doing you yeah. know, tonal, excuse me, tonally with the character, I think. Yeah. Um, but what I felt like I got more to do. Uh, I mean, even though I, am still like kind of a fly on the wall in a lot of the stuff that I'm in there, well, because if they there cut was the less guys that yeah. cut the gang down. Then I, it was more of like, you know, just the four of us or the three of us. At, and then whenever Paul would come in. Um, so it was, uh, I, I in the end I got the best, like I got I was very lucky. I was so I've been Good my whole gig, career yeah. has been like one lottery ticket after the next. But that was such a lucky, lucky and so you thing. camera
1: tested with Edgar.
0: Yes, uh, no, 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 yes, yes. I like chemistry tested Edgar directing the scene. Paul and Michael were already cast. And so is me and then other actors. But were you in wardrobe? I brought my own that day. They did not actually put us in wardrobe that for that for that chemistry test. Were you involved with the wardrobe at all? You <laughs> know what love I this was guys pompadour and your sideburns. The the, sh- the 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 shirt that I when I went to the very first audition at Sarah Finn's office, uh before I ever met Edgar, I went to Sarah Finn's office and she and her awesome team there, I showed up in like polyester pants like a Shirt on button to about here, gold chain on. My hair kind of pulled up. She brought me back. I got to read with Edgar at her office. Then I had the chemistry test. And that whole time I had the same outfit. It was like a leather jacket India. and a shirt. And I just had this like look and stuff. Then when I went to Atlanta, the one thing that changed was we had had – he had had a beard. And we shaved the beard. And, and I said that he is a diehard – Elvis fan. I believe that my, oh, yeah. my character was... Probably learned, English from, learned English from Elvis watching Elvis movies. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So he came to the States um, from his little village outside of Sabir, like a uh, big fan of Elvis, Elvis Aaron and <laughs> Presley. So he comes over and um, and Yvette Stone, who was the one of the, 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 t- the people on the hair department team, she was kind of in charge of my hair and she did it every day and her and Janine Roth, who was the uh, also on the hair team, they we were playing with it and, and Yvette just started to build it up and build it up. And we like loved it. And then Peyton saw it and he was like, that's awesome. And I was like, Oh man, I, this is really funny. So when I first met Peyton too, yeah. we have this love of film and like seventies film. And I did my like bad, um, Martin Scorsese impression from like a taxi driver when he's in the back of the cab. Is yeah. it, you, you see that apartment up there? That's, that's, that's not my apartment. That's that, that's that's my wife. You see, right, you see my right, wife out there, right? Right. And anyway, so we would do that, joking around again, but. You ever be, you ever in the zone with, I don't, you don't do impressions, do you? No, really. Do you ever really. get in the zone though and you just are destroying it? Yeah. So I, I happened to be in this conversation with Peyton and was just crushing my Martin Scorsese impression. <laughs> I, and I remember thinking at the time, like, this is never going to happen again. I just, <laughs>
1: I've killed it. I don't want this moment to ever end. Yeah. yeah
0: it was because I, I'm not great with impressions. I love dialects, but impressions aren't my thing. So I. I leave whatever. I get to San. We started shooting in San Francisco. We went from the camera tests in Atlanta. We were just testing the looks and stuff to going to San Francisco, where Eve and Arlo, baby Arlo, were there with me. It yeah. was so awesome. We're shooting the scene in the Tenderloin, where I'm walking down the sidewalk, and and it's my first time meeting Kevin Feige and uh, you know the rest of the team, the main guys from Marvel. Um, gosh, Lou was there, and Kevin, and Paul Rudd, and Peyton. And I come walking up <laughs> and Peyton's like, David, David, come here. And they're going to get a final like approval on my look. And everybody's like, this is awesome. And Peyton's like, David, do your Martin. I think it, I, as I remember, I, maybe it was Lou or one of the producers. He's like, he knows him. He's like friends with Marty you like you got to do your Marty Scorsese You got to do your Marty Scorsese oh, no, and you couldn't forget it back. I'm like in the middle of like the busiest part of San Francisco. There's like our little barrier, but then yeah. there's people everywhere, and here are the most important guys from Marvel Studios <sighs> Fuck, sitting there. Yeah. And I'm like, why didn't he? Ha- why didn't they ask me about comic book? Anything that I'm good at, like talking about? So I, I'm like, uh, uh um, you, That's you my see, wife. Do you see that apartment up there? My that wife. is My wife. <laughs> That's, a my, a oh, That's my why. That's my why.
1: I would get so nervous and anytime someone was it, from Marvel was it, around.
0: Have you ever? I'm sure you've done stand up for a long time. I I've bombed, I've only done stand up once and I bombed. Yeah, it was that feeling times a million. Yeah. it was so awkward. <laughs> like like he built it up. He, he they had been like we heard you are the man. With this, Ugh. and I just you can't live up. To I that. felt like I let Peyton down, so I worked very hard the rest of the film to uh, do a good job with this character for him. Because and I how long did him. you work on that? A long time. It was awesome. We were even and I and Arlo were there from maybe August in until Atlanta. December. Yeah, but we would go, they'd let us come back and forth um, when when I knew we had time off. But I was technically on the film that whole time. And Marvel was really cool. Like I got there was this really amazing director in Sweden that I. Um, got a chance to work with and they let us go shoot over there when yeah. you know I was free. I mean they were obviously like if we need you tomorrow, you're on the you plane to be on here. the way back. Yeah. But um it was an amazing experience. Even I's wedding was had been planned for that that fall when with the earlier schedule I would have been wrapped, Yeah. But because the movie got pushed, my yeah. wedding fell in the middle of it and um yeah. I had to fly out like on a Friday our wedding rehearsal dinner was on a Saturday. Our wedding was on a Sunday here in San Luis Obispo. We Amazing. all stayed at the Madonna Inn. Oh we my God. We back I love it. Monday morning. Yeah. I had to fly back to Atlanta Monday morning. Um, and I'll never forget, even Arlo came down and met me and... um. And I – you know, if you've ever been on a film or TV set where on Fridays they do like the $5 Friday yep. buckets. Put in $5 and then – The whole cast and crew, everybody puts in 5 bucks, and then they draw a name out of a hat. Usually the director pulls the name out of the hat. Mm-hmm. So they did them on Ant-Man um, and the, each week the bucket you, the person would keep because one of the painters on the set who was amazing, he would paint like a really cool thing on like the, the paint wow. bucket. So one night uh, after shooting, just getting back, I went to my trailer and um, – And there's this bucket in my trailer. And it was, but it had on it like a stork and like wedding images, like Ant-Man themed stuff. Oh my God. And it was filled to the top with cash. And apparently Yvette, who'd been doing my hair and Mike Grillo and the rest of the whole team, but Yvette had been like taking it for weeks around everybody and they fucking filled it up. So I get back to the to the hotel where we're staying that night at like four it. in the morning. Well, oh, yes. <laughs> Four in the morning, I go, I was like crying. I was so of touched. Of course, I, that's I run amazing. In, I run into our hotel and Eve, I'm like, babe, 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 you're not gonna believe it. You're not gonna believe it. I swear to God, you guys, Eve will tell you this. She tells the story better than I do. She's so, she hates being woken up, hates it. Sleep is like- oh, so funny. So important to her. And she looks at me with her like devil eyes like it's five in the morning. And she goes- if you this better. You be better she literally says, "Steve, you, you better pray. You got a bucket of money. No I way. I swear to God." <laughs> and I just like run in the other room. I come back with this bucket of cash and I dumped it on the bed. And she like, was "That's like, incredible." Yeah, I was amazing.
1: Um, this was the first movie. You know this. The listeners don't – this was the first movie to film at the new Pinewood Studios. This was the very first. In Atlanta, Georgia. In Atlanta. Pinewood, of course, being the mother studio in England. Yeah, Star Wars. Star Wars film there, a lot of James
0: Bond. Yep, yep. So the fact that the Chick-fil-A folks invested in a new giant studio in Atlanta and that it was a Pinewood – it was it's awesome. huge. And we were so behind on schedule that this is the place that could facilitate what was happening, which was we'd be shooting a sequence and the uh, VFX guys were right off stage. Yep. Same with us. Processing as we worked so yep. they could come back and be like, hey, let's Shoot tinker it this with way. this or try this. So that oh, there was yeah. no, it was so efficient. It was so awesome. Um, and, the, and, and the first time seeing those stages, you know, it's like overwhelming. Like, wow. It this- is like a city. It yeah. is. Ma- they have their own Home Depot on the lot <laughs> at Pinewood Studios. <laughs> and it just keeps going.
1: And for going. set building. Yeah. Like, we need wood. Go to Home Depot on the lot. You
0: know, get in your golf cart.
1: It's yeah. fucking. I remember just driving up to it going, this is, it looks like, it's you insane. know, an evil villain's lair. It's just massive. It and it's in the middle of nowhere. It's of not y- really in Atlanta. Peach it's, no, it's Peachtree it, Peach Street, City, Georgia,
0: which is way out. Is that where F- you stayed? Fayetteville.
1: I lived in Fayetteville, which is right on the border. I was four minutes from the set.
0: Wow. We st- we were there first. We started by staying out of Peachtree, but yeah. then um, we moved into like Midtown because after a while, like, I was like, I knew we better need something food, there, else. Yeah. better better stuff.
1: Would you get a lot of shit when you would ask to leave for the? Because with Guardians. I don't want to keep making this about guardians, but like no I statements. was there, I was there for a month, and I worked, you know, maybe three days a week for that for the month, mm-hmm. you know. So I had a lot of downtime. So every now and then, and we didn't have like an advanced schedule, right? I it, you're just kind of waiting around to find out if you work, and like you know, I take a lot of photography. I brought my camera, and like I'm in Georgia, and there's like all these amazing places I wanted to go take photos. So I would always ask, you know. The second a d or the ad i go uh hey, am I shooting tomorrow or and they would always be like so suspicious like why you, you can't go and where are you going they
0: always was, was Lars your first a d yes I love that Lars guy. Is and the Katie best. and Katie what an awesome team man I love those guys um yeah, they, they would just be like— Where are you going? Because they, they don't want you to be missing. Sure. Well, one of the cool—I th- love, and I'm sure maybe some actors don't, but everyone when we were working on Ant-Man loved one of the, the things about the way at least Ant-Man went, and I don't know if it's the same with Guardians, but so much improv happened on the day, too. Things would adjust. Things would change. Oh, yeah, Discoveries yeah. would be made. They'd be like, oh, this was working really well. Like, you know, remember when Michael Pena tells that long yeah. story? And yeah. the, the button at the end of it, by the way, was— a little improv when I go, old men have safe. Like, yeah, yeah, I just yeah, yeah, summed yeah. it up for him. Yeah. It's improv. Nice. <laughs> you know, I'm just, you know. Uh, <laughs> no, but that whole thing, that was like, it's just a thing they were playing with. And it we were dying. We are like, this is amazing. So then that that turned into another thing, you know? like It's also- it's so, m- Yeah, they wanted you around. But they were cool with me because- they generally blocked out when it was going to be the three of us and i'm sure yeah. that's because michael and ti probably have more busy schedule yeah, requests yeah. than me Maybe. so for me i i would be like they'd just be like hey do you want to go home for a couple weeks you know yeah sure we go home This for was weeks.
1: also the first time i had, like with marvel worked on something that big budget where it was like they would take days to shoot a scene. I love that. You, you know, you yeah. work on an independent film, it's like, we have an hour before we have to move to the right. next scene. And so it's just like, we got it, let's move. This was like, you know, there was a scene, you know, one of the first scenes I worked on when we got there, we, we shot it for like three days. Yeah. Like yeah. three fucking days. In fact, like the first day we shot, like they started with coverage of me and Chris Sullivan who's Taserface, you know, they got our coverage. They did a wide shot, but they got our coverage. And by the time the third day came around, things had changed so much that they're like, we got to shoot you guys again because it's, it's different now. Yeah. And it's like, this, is, this never would have happened on
0: no 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 you can't <laughs> you, you can't know? let that happen on something smaller and that's one of the luxuries of that and it's awesome being in the hands of those that that team like speaking of those ads and those producers because they've made so many of these now they have a cool system down that still allows for discovery I was impressed considering how big of like a major studio project something like that is that it's not all like yeah it's this way and this shot this way no it was a lot of discovery. I love that, and I like. We shot so much stuff in the apartment just to see what worked. They would throw so much against the wall. Paul and Michael and I, we would all. We did a waffle cooking party scene. We oh, did, there's
1: a deleted scene in the in the extras of you guys gambling at a casino. The gambling casino yeah.
0: stuff was so fun. I wish that that had made the and cut. And then walking and in and you're you're making. It I did rain. like a Russian bottle dance yeah. and like completely ate it. It fell. That's on all my in ass. the deleted scenes, dude. They were we were laughing so hard that yeah. day. and and Rudd who normally would be the guy being the goofiest in a scene it was fun man, for yeah. him I mean, for uh, for me to be like i'm trying to I'm make i'm trying to make Paul yeah. Rudd laugh with my stupid dancing right now yeah. i was that's all i wanted and you know i was like if i made paul rudd laugh wow and he he <laughs> laughed i don't know if it's a, yeah. ch- a charity laugh but he laughed but um Indies, speaking of Indies and how connected, well, Prisoners wasn't an Indie, but it was definitely, it would be considered like a studio small film. That was in Atlanta too. And I, I snuck away when I had days off and went like Stone Mountain is where I stayed. An old buddy of mine who I grew up with now is a scientist and researcher up there. He went, he does, he studies arachnology, spiders, spiders. yeah, we went on a spider hunt expedition because he's doing research for a university out there. Karen Gillen, who's a star of Guardians, with you. Yeah, I have a She with did Karen, um, yeah. an indie with me, where we had to shoot four pages a day. My, our movie, All Creatures. She shot. I was I was in
1: uh, I was there when you guys were shooting. I was there w- the too. The same time, yeah. That's, that's I was the working theme of on this something. podcast. I was Steve. I was, was there
0: working, too. I was th- wait. I was there Kansas too. City, Missouri. I was there too. That was so cool, Steve. For the listeners, Steve was working on an indie that was shooting in Kansas City while I was there making an indie that I had written because I grew up in Kansas City and Karen Gillan stars Gillen. in it. I'm
1: bummed I didn't get and to Karen see her. Karen plays
0: Nebula and the Guardians of the Galaxy. But this is all post-our friendship, but it, wasn't, it was just like how simpatico things can be. And then Sean Gunn, who's a great... I've known Sean for 20 years. We went to the same college in Chicago. Wow. I always looked up to Sean and Val and Lee and all those guys, they were like... Upperclassmen that I thought were so cool. So now that I'm friends with them out here, yeah, it's a trip for me. But Sean came to Kansas City for the thing you were working on.
1: Sean worked on, and I didn't know until I was leaving.
0: They're like, "Oh, it's a shame you can't be here longer." Sean's coming out tomorrow. I was like, <laughs> "What? <laughs> it's weird, man." So yeah, I got to hang out with Sean, and um, he had done something with I think James uh, that John Doe had been in, and John Doe is in my film, and so we all yeah. went out for. Food one night, Karen and I
1: fell in love with Kansas City. I really, uh, I didn't place. think I would, but like architecturally, and I recently, you know, my girlfriend Chelsea, Chelsea turned me onto this book called uh, "Orbiting the Giant Hairball," I think it's called, and it's written by a guy who worked for decades at the um, the Hallmark. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah.
0: The hallmark, hallmark is there. That's where Hallmark's headquarters What's, they are. They call yeah.
1: the building something like the big gray big Crown or something.
0: Center. Oh, the big gray, the big building, like the big Hallmark. Yeah, it's building just downtown. a gigantic yeah. building. Yeah.
1: Um, but I really like it. Had that was awesome.
0: Cause I grew up there and like Hallmark has this free interactive thing for kids called kaleidoscope. And like, I got to take my son there. Yeah. Uh, being back in Kansas city was, uh, and in fact, I want to make a lot more movies there. You should. Good. I loved I've, it. I've Let's make one together. Let's do
1: it. Let's make a weird sci-fi movie. Hey, I don't want to be weird, city. but
0: would you put me in your film? That's in Kansas. City? <laughs> yeah. Hey, I'm available.
1: Let's do it. All right. I think, well, I think we've covered everything. I mean, this is great. Um, We we didn't do The Dark Knight because it's all you ever talk about, I'm sure.
0: That's all I ever talk about. But we'll talk again about everything. Um, Yeah, I've been really blessed and I'm really fortunate and really lucky. I got to be in some amazing, amazing, huge films. And And even though I have a small little part in them. Ant-Man 2, anything yet? I haven't heard anything. Ant-Man and the Wasp? I haven't haven't heard anything. I would love to get to be in that film, though. I hope so. I hope so. Fingers crossed. Yeah. Um, I just did some... Been doing some TV stuff. And then yeah. All Creatures comes out this year, hopefully, at some Keep point. an eye
1: out for Dave's movie, All Creatures, with Karen Gillan. And also, you should rent animals, anyone listening. It's fucking amazing. Thanks, you're, man. You're a great actor and a good friend, and I appreciate you doing this.
0: Oh, blessings. And
1: thanks to Matt Gorley for letting us both be on this podcast. Thanks, Matt. Uh, I hope your wedding goes well. I mean, I'll be the judge, because I'll be there. But um, He's like a wedding planner. He's like Martin Short and Father of the Bride. But for his own wedding. For his own wedding, yeah. Um, Yeah, and thank you everyone for listening, and uh, have a great day. Bye. Bye.
2: This has been an Earwolf production. Executive produced by Scott Ackerman, Chris Bannon, and Colin Anderson.